Take your Bible, turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 16. The, 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 the message of that song and that skit goes right along really what I'm preaching about. And I love it when God kind of orchestrates it and puts it together because we really didn't uh, rehearse what I was preaching and what they were going to do, but it falls right in line. I love it when a plan comes together. How about y'all? 2 Chronicles is after 1 Chronicles. So you find that. Shout, I got it. If you want me to wait, say, hold up. You mean everybody's got it already? 2 Chronicles chapter 16. Let's everybody stand up, stand up, stand up for reading God's Word. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Look at heads popping up everywhere. 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9. You got it? The prophet says to King Asa, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on, you shall have wars. I'll explain that in a second, but watch. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of you. I want to preach for a few minutes on show and tell. Tell your neighbor, show and tell, show and tell. You may be seated. I remember in school it was exciting to know that somebody in the community was going to come and they were going to be a, a professional maybe in the community, a fireman. Y'all remember those days of show and tell? You, you, maybe either you brought an object from the house and you had to get up in front of the room and explain everybody what it was and explain where it came from and all that. But I was excited when people would come like that, uh, different professionals, a policeman, a fireman, somebody in the military. And they'd wear their uniform. They'd allow you to, to uh, put their hat on or something, you know. And, and it was just exciting to see that, that they were showing things that, that identified who they were and what they did. I wonder what God would do. If he came down to your classroom, into your house, and said, I want to do show and tell. What God would show that represents his power and what he does. I was invited several months ago, which was a, a, a frightening thing. It was a fearful thing. I was intimidated. I was uh, uh, nervous. See, y'all don't intimidate me. But a room full of third graders did. I was invited to this elementary school. It was career day. And they wanted to come over, me to come over, invited me over, and wanted to see what a pastor looked like. And what a pastor did all week long. Besides nothing. And so I talked about, you know, what I did and stuff. And I, it hit me. I should have brought one of y'all to show them what God does. Two people got that. I should have brought evidence that God is real by a changed life. How can God show himself today when God is not here physically? How can we point people 
to God. It's Easter time, and Easter time is a time in America where everybody talks about the resurrection. Everybody talks about Jesus. Everybody talks about the cross. And I begin to think about what can God do today that can prove himself that he is real and that he will show himself as being real in the earth today. What can God do? And it hit me, God can use you to show himself that he is real. This weekend in America, in our capital, in D.C., they had the Atheist Convention in Washington, D.C. this weekend. They had men and people, speakers, women get up there, and they were blasting every religion, uh, the name of God, that God is not real. I read that on the news, and I wanted to fly up to Washington. And I wanted to testify that a man with an experience, a man with an experience will never bow down to a man with an argument. I'm going to say that one more time. I said, I want to fly up there myself. And I want to stand up on the platform and say, I want to tell you how I know God is real. I want to tell you how I know that God can come on the inside of you and take a tormented mind and give you a life of peace. I want to tell you about a God who can come into your life when nothing else could help and deliver you off of situations and heal you when doctors said you couldn't be healed, when doctors said there's no hope. I want to tell people that God is real by finding me somebody today that he came down in your heart and did something real. And now you've had an experience. I don't care what an atheist said. I don't care what a man or woman said. Because the Bible said in Psalm, a fool says in his heart, there is no God. If you know there's a God, somebody shout. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, that God commendeth his love. Now the word commendeth means to show. So how can God show and tell in the earth? Daniel, remember it says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. Remember that? Remember, let me get back to Romans in a second. This just hit me. But remember in Job chapter 1, I feel this scattered anointing right here. In Job chapter 1, remember uh, God was gathering all the sons of men together and the Bible said that Satan came from where? Roaming to and fro throughout the earth. Where was Satan roaming? To and fro throughout the earth. To try to find somebody that would deny God. Somebody that would begin to turn away from God and, and serve Satan. And God said, where you been, Satan? He said, I've been to and fro. He said, God said, have you considered my servant Daniel? Put your name in that blank right there. Y'all ain't hearing me. Put your name in that blank right now. Isn't it good to know, though Job was going to go through some hell, Job was going to go through some issues, Job was going to go through some struggle, but wasn't it great to know that there's a God that believed in your integrity and believed in your character and believed that you had enough of him? 
that believed you had enough of God in you that you wouldn't bow down when the devil tried to deceive you and lie to you. Could God put your name in that blank and say, have you considered my servant Jeff? Have you considered my servant Lucy, Sally? Have you considered my servant Tom? Could you stand up and say, yeah, devil, you've taken your best shot. You tried to pull me down. You tried to destroy me. But I got enough of God in me that God raised me back up because that's how real God is. So while Satan's roaming, God's looking. (laughs) Y'all ain't hearing me. See, y'all just missed a point right there. Satan's not omnipresent. That means he can't be everywhere at all times. That's why he uses little demons and imps. That's why I'd never go to Warhammer's High School demons. Now I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just playing. Just don't start that rally again. I'm just playing. But but that's how he's got to use these little things. That's how the enemy uses people to try to come against you. But God says, I feel like preaching this service. God says. God said, I sit on a throne, I ain't got to move. God says, I'm omnipresent, I'm omniscient, I'm omnipotent, I'm all-powerful, I'm all-knowing, and I'm everywhere at all times. God said, I don't even have to lift a finger. All I got to do is just look, look, look throughout the whole earth. And while the devil's scampering around, panicking about, God's just taking one look. And what I want to tell you today is, I want God to look my way. Romans 5, 8. But God commendeth. All that was extra. God commendeth his love toward us. While we, the word commend means to show. Say show. It means to show. How, how can God show and tell a world that he's powerful? He showed his love toward us, Andy. While we were yet Sinners. Somebody shout sinners. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That tells me God said, let me show and tell something in the world this Easter season when I draw everybody's attention to a cross, when I draw everybody's attention to a place called Golgotha, the Via Della Rosa, a place, the way of suffering, that Jesus walked that way with a cross on his back, beaten, scourged, about half dead, but he did it for you and me. And when they nailed him on that cross, stuck him in a hole in the ground, and his body hung there on that cross, it showed the world, this is how powerful I am. Not that he died, because anybody could die, y'all. Anybody could say they were God and die, but there's only one God. His name is Christ. It ain't Mohammed. It ain't Buddha. It ain't somebody else in a grave somewhere, because you can find their bones. But there's one God who you will will not find the bones of that shows and tells me. See, if we were trying to come to an elementary school and bring bones, we would say, this bone represented a God that used to live. But what am I going to bring them and tell them that God's alive? I'm going to bring them myself and say, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me today. Anybody know what I'm saying right now? Woo! 
shows his love while we were yet sinners. Now, here's the, here's the story now. This is still my introduction. Y'all hold on. How can God show and tell people that his power is real? Well, I said you and me. Jesus said it this way in John 14, 12. He said, if you believe in me, somebody say believe. If you believe in me, he said, the works that I do, you shall do also. Now, now, now how am I going to do these works? If I believe in him. What will prove that God's real? The works he said I would do. Because James said faith without is dead. You can say you believe God all day long. You can say, well, I believe in a God. I believe Jesus. But have no works to back up what you say you believe. Then that is dead. But Jesus said, if you believe in me, the works that I do, you shall do. Put it on you. He said, the works I do, you shall do. What's this, y'all? And he said, greater. Somebody shout greater. He said, greater works than these shall you do, because I go back to the Father. Now, hold on. Hold on a second. Where is God? God is in Revelation 4.1. He is on the throne. Right? Where is Jesus? He's at the right hand of the Father. I ain't got time to go through that, but I can show you many scriptures. He's at the right hand of the Father. Jesus ain't walking the earth. You are. I said, Jesus ain't walking the earth. You are. Matter of fact, you're walking the earth with somebody in you. It's called the Trinity. Well, you got some pecs on you. I went like that. You wear a bra? Well, I felt some chest right there, man. Are you on steroids? Anyway, it just shook me up. I went, you know, my God. See, I'm just crazy. I like to get y'all's attention. Some of y'all get too religious on me. I like to loosen y'all up a little bit. Cause so, so the same spirit is called the Trinity. It's the Father, where is he at? It's called the Son, where is he at? And he's called the Spirit. Where's he at? Oh, I'm about to go crazy. Because now, if the Holy Spirit is in all of us, think how much ground we can cover. Think how many people's lives we can touch. Think how the world can know that God is real when all of us are walking around with the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now dwells in us. What's well, powerful? So now, he said, these works, great works than these shall you do, because I go to the Father. Now he says, now I'm going to leave you something right here that's going to prove to the world how powerful I am. What's that last song we sang? People going, great and mighty is the Lord. No. Oh, how he loves. Is that the last song we sang? Oh, how he loves. 
powers. Now, I'm going to show you something right here. Jesus said the greatest power that I can show the world that I am real is by the love you have one for another. Y'all didn't hear me. He said the greatest love I can show to the world or the greatest power I can show to the world is that you have love one for another. He's talking about people in the church loving each other. He's talking about saved people loving each other. Are y'all with me? See, you can't have a church that's always divided, always split, always breaking off, always running away and prove to the world, I'm preaching better, y'all responded, and prove to the world that God is real. They'll look at you and laugh and go, yeah, I bet he's real. Y'all can't even get along with yourself. That's some good stuff right there. So now, that's the introduction. Why did the prophet say to King Asa, this ain't going to be long, say to King Asa, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, show himself strong on behalf of those hearts loyal to him. Why did the prophet say that? Because King Asa now has been deceived by the king of Israel. His name is Basha. Basha comes and begins to build walls around Judah, because that's who King Asa's king over is Judah, to not allow anybody in or out. That's what the devil does. He tries to paralyze your praise. Judah, the city of Judah, is now paralyzed. People can't go out, can't come in. That's what the enemy does. He deceives your praise to paralyze it, to keep you quiet, and to deceive who you really are. But Asa goes to the king of Syria. He goes to the king of Syria. He said, if you'll make a treaty with me, I'll make a treaty with you like our fathers had. And the king of Israel will quit building these walls. Asa took gold and silver out of the house of God, brought and paid off the king of Syria, and thought, now I'll be free. But I'm going to tell somebody something right now. If you think you'll be free, by compromising with the devil you are wrong you can never be free by compromising who you are just for a moment just for a season that's why Moses forsook the pleasures of Egypt for because he knew there's pleasures of sin for a season are y'all with me it didn't say that sin ain't never gonna feel good it didn't never say sin ain't never gonna feel right but baby I came to tell you the devil is a liar and will deceive you for a season But if I could find me somebody that would say, no, I'm not going to compromise the value and who I am for the enemy for a season. Because hear me, you better hear me well. It'll come back and bite you. So, Asa says, "Hmm, I'm going to pay him. He'll help me. Now watch, this is a point here. Now, Hanani, the seer, seer, S-E-E-R, like a prophet, overseer, or not an overseer, but a a person that gets seized into, a prophet, not a fortune teller, but a prophet, begins begins to say, now, 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 Asa, now, now, you, because you did not rely, write that word down, you didn't rely on God, but you relied on the king of Syria. The word relied, it means to lean on. It means support. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me? See, it's always good to have a good support system. Yes, that is true. Yes, that is real. It's always good to have something you can lean on. But he said, Asa, if you try to build your support and lean on the wrong source, it will fall. 
Because it's not designed. Hear me. Hear me. People, resources, things are not designed to be able to hold you up when things start crumbling. Because what you think is holding you up is going to crumble too. What you think is going to be there always and they always got my back, yeah. They're always going to be my bud. They're always going to, no. They're always going to be my boy. No, no. You better hear what I'm telling you. When the money runs out, when the favor runs out, when the women run out, when all the drugs run out, they running out. I'm trying to tell you now, your support system and resource is built on nobody but God himself. Because watch now. Watch. See, he says, he says, in that verse above what I read, he said, now, now, Asa, you don't remember, do you? He said, how you were outnumbered before against the armies of Lubin and, and, and the Ethiopians that came against you, outnumbered you greater than the king of Israel. But you, at that time, relied on the Lord. And when you relied on the Lord, read this in the Bible, he gave you a great deliverance. Are y'all with me? See, God loves to show up. Somebody shout, God, show up. God loves to show up when the odds are against you. Anybody ever had the odds against you? Anybody ever had things come against you that you were overwhelmed by? It outnumbered you. It had more strength than you. It had more power than you. Are y'all with me? But God showed up. And when God shows up, it ain't wasting time. Because when God shows up, he's going to show out and he's going to show off. I don't know where you are today, but I came to preach to somebody that God is going to show up. Somebody shout, God, show up. What happens is you forget what God did when you trusted Him, relied on Him, depended on Him. He became your source. But watch now. Now you're trusting your feeling instead of your faith. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Because if you start leaning on stuff you're trying to figure out, you're going to be a confused person. You ain't going to know who you are. You're going to try to find yourself in this and find yourself in that, find yourself in this. But you're leaning on something that ain't going to be able to support you. But if you'll acknowledge God in all your ways, the Bible said he shall direct your path. That's why David said in Psalm 25, 4, show me your way, O Lord, and teach me your path. That's why Moses said in Exodus 33, when all the people of Israel were murmuring and complaining, I came to tell you, if you murmur and complain in your present season, it's going to delay your promotion to your future season. Do you know why people murmur and complain in their present season? Because the devil lies to them. The Bible says in John 8 and 44, Jesus called the devil the father of lies. I said he's the father of lies. I'm almost done. The father of lies. And if he's a father of lies, he said there is no truth in him. Could y'all say this with me? The devil is a liar. That means every time the devil opens his mouth. Y'all know people every time they open their mouth it's going to be a lie. Every time the devil opens his mouth, it ain't going to be true. Because he's going to lie every time he talks. 
Are y'all with me? So why do we get so caught up, stressed out, we walk around fretting all the time, walk around tripping out all the time, because we're believing something based on a deception of our feeling and not walking by what we know that God said is true. That's by his word and faith. Because if I live by my feelings, I wouldn't be holding this mic right now. If I live by feelings... I wouldn't be married right now. Would you? Come on, somebody. I'm just keeping it real with you. If I lived by feelings, I would be broke. If I lived by feelings, are y'all with me? I'd have done quit by now. Don't let the devil deceive you in your present situation that starts to get you to murmur and complain and then God will delay your promotion. That's why Moses said in Exodus 33, show me your way, God, that I might know you. So what that's saying is that no matter my present situation, God is going to show up that I'm going to know him to experience him in a new way. Write the word show down. Write the word show. The word show means to accomplish. The word show means to experience. The word show means to advance. The word show means to appear. The word show means to us this, y'all, to make manifest. So when Moses is saying, when David's saying, when the prophet's saying to Asa, show. God's going to show. That means God's going to appear. He's going to advance your situation. He's going to accomplish. He's going to manifest his power. See, God is going to show up. And when he does, you're going to know it. Now, hold on. Hold on. Write this down. i got a couple more. Jeremiah 33 and 3. God tells Jeremiah, watch this. He speaks to him, the Bible says, a second time. Aren't you glad God will come to you a second time? Aren't you glad God will speak to you a second time? Aren't you glad God will never give up on you, though you didn't get it the first time? I think God, he spoke to me the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, the eighth time. Are y'all with me? I'm a little slow, but sometimes I'll finally get it. And when God speaks to you like that, watch this. He said, call to me. How am I going to call you, God? I'm shut up in a prison right here. I'm telling you, God can get a word to you in the belly of a fish. God can get a word to you on the backside of a mountain somewhere. God can get a word to you while you keeping a few sheep like David did. God can get a word to you like he did to Daniel when you shut up in a lion's den. God can get a word to you. Watch this now. The second time he said, call to me, call to me, call to me. He didn't say call Sally. He didn't say call Bobby. He didn't say call Sue. He didn't say call Timmy. He said, call to me. When you call to me, that means quit gossiping, quit backbiting, quit slandering, quit doing all this other stuff, and just call to God. Call. Take your issue to God. Quit complaining to other people. Quit murmuring about other things to other people. Quit griping about how you feel and griping about you don't like this. Call to me, God said. And I will 
show you great and mighty things which you know not. That tells me right there, I don't know everything. God ain't showed me everything yet. He said, I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not. I came to tell somebody something right now. I hope somebody gets it. God is about to show you something you ain't never seen before, and you're about to experience something you ain't never been before. Somebody shout, show up, God. God's eyes are running to and fro. Then watch. We got to be in a place where we allow God, when he shows up, to do what he wants to do through you. Are you with me? Put up Exodus 10 and 2 real quick. Exodus 10 and 2. Watch this. When God started this process of telling Moses to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. It was a whole process of God having to show Pharaoh who was God. Are y'all with me? Y'all believe we still serve a God like that? That can still show who he is. Now come on, two of y'all believe that. I want to get this into you right now before I quit. Do y'all really believe we serve a God that is real and that he wants to show himself strong? You believe that? You believe God in this world is not going to let people just keep slamming him and saying he's not real. And if God was real, then why are all these things happening? If God was real, where is he right now? No, no. It's time today to recast God's vision, to recount God's victories. I'm going to say that again. It's time for some of y'all to recast the vision of God in your life, to recount God's victories in your past, that you know that God did it back here so he can show you he's going to do it up here. Now watch. God says, you tell uh, them in the hearing of your sons. He's telling Moses, tell them in the hearing of your son and your son's sons. Are y'all with me? What young people uh, are, are, are quick in is you can't, you can't, uh, you can't dupe young people. D-U-P-E, dupe, dope, dupe. Uh, you can't snooker young people. That's a phrase I grow, snooker. It means to trick. You can't uh, play young people. Uh, pull one over on them. That's good. That's, that's old school, Janet, but that's good. Any, any, anything else? You can't hoodwink. Okay, Michelle, let's go way back on that one. You can't hoodwink. Blindside. Bamboozle. Oh, we're getting good. Now you can't bamboozle. You can't rope a dope. One thing young people can do, they see through phony. Come on now. Are y'all with me? Where's my young people at? Can't you see through phony? You can see through phony. They can see through fake. Young people, listen, my kids are raised in church. They can imitate all y'all. They can imitate you praising God. They imitate you falling out. They imitate y'all. They can tell who's real. They can tell who. I'm trying to tell y'all something. See, it's important what I'm trying to preach to you. Listen to me. That I want my young people to know that God is real. 
and that his power is still real today. And it ain't some God we talk about in the past tense around fried chicken and mashed potato every Sunday at lunch. It's a God that's active. It's a God that's real. It's a God that's moving. He's a God still doing great things. He said, Moses, tell them and their children. The mighty things I have done and Egypt and my signs, which I have done among them. Watch, that you may know that I am the Lord. Moses dies. Joshua chapter 4. They walk across the Jordan like they did the Red Sea on dry ground. Are y'all with me? And when God causes the Jordan to back up, and they walk on dry ground. Watch this now. What I say we got to do? Recast God's vision to recount God's victories. He tells Joshua, go back in the midst of what you came out of. Go back to what you survived. Pull out 12 stones. And I want you to build something. Because now, watch this. The only people that got to the promise were 20 years and younger. Why? Because the older got paralyzed in their present by complaining and murmuring and griping. And God said they ain't never going in. And they all died in the wilderness. 40 years. That's how long it took about 4 million people to die with a funeral every day and burying people in the wilderness. Why? Because they didn't believe God. They murmured and complained. So 20 years and younger are going in. Are y'all with me? I said we got to recast God's vision to recount God's victories. Mikey, 12 stones, he said. Because them babies right now they're too young to understand. But once this, he said, as they grow up, they're going to say, they're going to pull on you and say, hey, hey, daddy, hey, mama, what's that stone mean right there? And you're going to be able to go, oh, honey, you don't understand. In 2000, daddy was, was down and daddy was defeated. And understanding in, in 1989 when the doctor said that, that I would never live and the doctor said I would never walk again and, and in 1972 when that sorry joker walked out on us that they never said we survived. I'm just preaching reality y'all that when that stuff started to happen you're able to look back and recount God's victories that if it had not been for God at that moment to show up in our situation Situation. Who is God talking to right now? Then we would never be where we are right now. You got to show this generation that God is powerful and he's real by past victories to recast vision for their lives in the future that your sons and daughters can be raised up and say, if God did it for mama, he's got to do it for me. If he did it for daddy, he's got to do it for me. They told me when God put their hand on that situation, he brought them back up with a doctor said they had no chance to live it was God that healed them medicine couldn't do it nobody else could do it are you with me when we went through that tragedy and somebody did die we thought we wouldn't make it but it was God that raised us back up and put us on our feet if God had not been there when he was we wouldn't be where we are today 
recast God's vision to recount God's victory. Somebody shout, God, show up. Somebody shout, I need God to show up. Somebody shout, I need God to show himself strong. Maybe it's you. Maybe, 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 maybe it's your bank account. Maybe it's your bank account that you're saying, God, I need you to show up. Maybe you're in so much debt, you don't know how you're going to make it. If that's you, get to this altar right now. I said, if that's you, if that's you, maybe it's an x-ray. Maybe it's an x-ray. Maybe you're sitting in this building today going, I need God to show up doctor said I had this and doctor said the results ain't came back and I'm speaking to somebody that's what I just felt you just had some tests done and, 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 and you ain't got the results yet y'all just spread out down the front come on you're going good going good maybe it's you the doctor said and you need to say God somebody shout God show up maybe it's a job application you're sitting here today going, I need God to show up. I'm trying to provide. I'm trying to do what's right. And I'm filling this out. And it's you. Get up here. Maybe the IRS is garnishing your wages. Jesus said, Peter, go catch that fish. Pull a gold coin out. Whose inscriptions on it? Caesar's. Go pay your taxes. Somebody shout, I need God to show up. I'm talking to you about a God that can do supernatural, not the natural. Maybe it's you right here and they're about to foreclose on your house, but you need to sell it before the bank gets it. Get up here. Maybe we didn't show a picture that represents what you need God to show up in. I could have put pictures up there of children. God, show up in my kids. I could put pictures up there of schools and young people. I need God to show up in my classroom. Somebody's bullying me and somebody's talking about me and somebody's intimidating me. I need God to show up. Just because your picture ain't up here doesn't mean you can't come down. Somebody shout, God, show up. I'm going to keep preaching while they keep walking. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me while they're coming. Watch this. Where does God show up? Not places of success, but places of struggle. Where does God show up? Not places of success all the time, places of struggle. Watch me. In John chapter 4, hear what I'm about to tell you. In John chapter 4, 
I would, I would say people need God to show up, wouldn't, don't you? In John chapter 4, watch. Jesus went to a well called Jacob's well. A well of rejection that was eight miles, say eight miles, out of the city of Samaria. How many miles was it? That woman had to go eight miles to get water out of a well of rejection. She went eight miles. Jesus began to minister to her and Jesus talked about watch this he talked about Sheila her past he talked about her past and when God talked about her past it wasn't for her to relive her past watch it was for her to be healed of her past God never brings your past up to condemn you he brings your past up to get free from it Watch now, watch. Where does God show up? Places of struggle. When the odds are against you, who are you going to rely on? She goes eight miles. Watch this, watch this, Greg. This is powerful. At the well of rejection, at the well of isolation, just Jesus and her, nobody else there in that time of the day because she couldn't go when everybody else was there. Why? Because of rejection. And he ministers to her. Watch this. She runs. She runs the eight miles. Y'all ain't hearing me. Why? Because if you get a little spiritual with me, you'll get this hit your spirit. She went the distance of a new beginning. She went the distance of a new beginning. And when she got back to Samaria, you know what she said? She said, God showed up. She said, God showed up. She said, come see a man who told me everything I did. How is God going to show himself strong in the earth? He's going to show himself through you. Then when he shows up at a place of struggle, You can run and tell somebody, God showed up. Lift your hand. I recognize moments like this. That in a crowd like this, people watching the internet, it's God that shows up. And when he does, you're going to go run and tell somebody, come see a man who if had not showed up in my life, I wouldn't be here. If he had not showed up in my life, I wouldn't have sold my house. If he hadn't showed up in my life, this thing would have killed me. If he hadn't showed up in my life, are y'all with me? Lift your hands, lift your hands. Healing right now. Healing right now. 
show us show yourself strong the message translation just keep praying here's what I speak over you make a show God how much you love me so the bullies who hate me will stand there slack jaw stand there slack jaw as you God gently powerfully put me back on my feet I came to tell somebody God's about to show up, show out, show off. Give him a break. Make the enemy back up. Put me back on my feet. tonight, so don't be in a hurry. You go home. I don't. Don't be in a hurry. Rodney, five years old. I was in the backyard swinging on a swing set. A pain hit my body out of nowhere. I said out of nowhere. Doubled me over. I couldn't even walk. They rushed me to the emergency room. The doctor said, You've ruptured your appendix. They had to do emergency surgery on me, Jonas. Took my appendix out. Watch. I got a scar right there, but it don't hurt no more. Y'all miss that. I said y'all miss that. People show their scars. 
Y'all, y'all ever been, I've been in hospitals, I mean, my God, over the years, I've been in hospitals everywhere, man, visiting all kind of people, my own family, all that stuff. My wife had surgery one time, a hysterectomy, I think, and she's laying in that bed acting like she was asleep, but she really wasn't asleep because somebody walked in and said, uh, let me show you my scar. Y'all ain't hearing me. People will show you a scar to prove to you that if I survived it, I know you can come through it too. Somebody said I've been through it and I can show you the evidence that I made it. It don't hurt no more. Give him, give him a break. people standing at this altar watching the internet today, you're wondering, God, is this ever going to stop hurting? I'm telling you right now, you're going to be able to put your hand and you ain't going to feel nothing but scar tissue that has been healed. I ain't talking to everybody. I ain't trying to be cute. I'm trying to tell you right now that God told me to tell you it might hurt right now, but he's closing the wound up, and you can show the scar as living proof. It didn't kill you. You made it through. Who is God talking to? Lift your hands right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. We rely on you. Peter said it, Jesus. Where else can we go? Who else can we turn to? You have the words of eternal life. We lift our situation that we need you to show yourself in. It's different for everybody, Lord. You know that your eyes are already on it. Show yourself strong. But I want to pray, God. I want to pray for the group of people standing here listening, watching that. Mm. They'll be able to show their scar one day. Tell others. This is where God came in. This is how God healed me. Boy, I want to say this right now. There's somebody in here. There's somebody in This ain't no guess either. There's somebody in here. You walked in that door this morning. Watch. That before you came here, something came out of nowhere and hit you like it did me when I was five. Who is it? Who is it? 
Anybody else? I got one lady right here. Bring her right here to me, Jonas. Who else? Something hit you. You need God to show up. Come on. I want you to come down to the front. If that's you, you got several young ladies. Line up, line them up. I know the Holy Ghost ain't wrong. Watch. Let them through. They got to come through. I said something hit you. God stopped this whole thing because I, I'm telling you, I feel God so strong right now. Before you walked in that door. Come on. Stand right here. Who else? You all right? Everybody all right? Who else? I wouldn't leave yet. Something's about to happen. Who else? Just get down here and line up right here. Something hit you before you got here. Came out of nowhere. You didn't see it coming. Wow. God's going to show up, man. And I'll tell you, when God shows up, He's going to show off. I love it when God does stuff like that, man. I love it when the odds are against us and God shows up. Anybody else? All I can tell you is rely on God. Don't rely on anything else. Rely on God to move through who he's got to move through, to use who he's got to use. Are y'all with me to do what he's got to do? But the ultimate thing is rely on God. God healer. Touch him. Denise, lay hands on that woman right there. Right there behind you. I mean, pray for her. Y'all lift your hands. Whisper that. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands. What if it had been you today that walked in here and you said, Bishop? But it wasn't. Thank God it wasn't. But for these that came down, something hit them. A pain like me in the side out of nowhere. God began to move. Begin to move, God. Somebody shout recover. Somebody shout restore. Somebody shout heal. Somebody shout recover. Restore. Heal. Recover. Restore. Heal. 
not saved in this building we sang about his love talked about his love God show up do something be strong in me God show me your path show me your plan I've talked about all of it I want to know you God I want to experience you Lord a man with an experience can always outlive a man with an argument I want to experience God like I never experienced him before I've never known him Bishop I'm, I'm, I'm backslid man I've just turned away from God years ago and I came to church I got saved years ago and I've just doing my own thing, walking my own way. God proved to me he was real one time, but I've tried to walk away and say he wasn't real. But the devil lied to you, and today you're in this service by, not, not by accident or coincidence. You're here divinely, and you want to give your life back to him because you know he's real. Squeeze that hand right now. If somebody squeezed your hand, hold it up to God today. Lift it up, lift it up. My God, hold it up and leave it up. Hold it up and leave it up. Everybody pray with me out loud. Everybody say it. Jesus. I come to you today because I realize you're alive, you're real. Come live in me. Forgive me of all my sin. I'll praise you. I'll serve you all the days of my life because you're real and you showed up today in my life. Thank you. Come on, somebody. Give God praise right now. Come on, give him a praise right now. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're awesome. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Stay where you're at. We want to sow an offering to bless people. Easter Saturday, Easter weekend, we're giving away bikes. Sunday, we're giving away flat screen TVs. We're going to bless people Easter. I want you to get a seat out and say, Bitch, I want to be a part of that to help this ministry continue to minister. We're giving away free haircuts. We're doing all kind of things that day, free pony rides. That stuff ain't free. It cost us, but we're giving it free to the community. So everybody get an offering. Now, Easter Sunday, we got these envelopes. If everybody will get one and take it home with you and say, I'm going to give my best on Easter. It's a resurrection offering. I'm going to give my best on Easter. How many of you know God gave his best for us? How many of you will give your best to him? I mean a supernatural offering. So get one of these also before you leave, all right? Get your offering out. Get your offering out. I'm giving with you. I give two services. I give tithe. I give two services. I ain't telling you to do something I don't do personally. I ain't going to lead you like that. I'll lead you the right way as best I can. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. When I stop following Christ, y'all quit following me. Y'all didn't hear me. Get your seat out. Get your seat out. Hug somebody's neck and say, God showed up today. Hug somebody's neck and say, God showed up today. Tell it, my house is selling. Tell them, my house is selling. My body's healed. Tell them, restoration, relationships. Tell them, come on, tell them. God showed up today. My bank account is changing. God showed up today. I got that job. God showed up today. How many of you believe it? Stand to your feet.
No corporate prayer. No corporate prayer tomorrow night. Sign up in the lobby. Don't miss Tuesday night. We got baptism. We got baptism. And we got a word for you Tuesday night that you need is going to be in season for you. Don't miss Tuesday night. Hold your seat up. Father, take this seed. Multiply it tremendously in every giver. Thank you for showing up today and making yourself strong. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. God bless you.